0: Understanding the characteristics of your investments can help put you in more control. And one of those important characteristics is a contract. Now, not all investments have contracts, but when you approach or you enter retirement, contracts can be a friend to your investments and to your peace of mind. That's why we're going to drill down on contract investing on this chapter of the Retirement
1: Income Show. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, where we're building your tomorrow, powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host. Michael Eastham.
0: Welcome everyone. I'm Michael Eastam here with Dave Stearns. Thanks so much for joining us for another exciting chapter of the Retirement Income Show where it truly is all about the income. Now, most people understand what a contract is on a surface level. I mean, you might have a contract with a tenant on an investment property, or if you have a mortgage on your home, you signed a contract. But when it comes to investing money, whether or not you have a contract may not be as clear. And not understanding the difference between investing by contract and not investing by contract could make all the difference in the world when it comes to your stress-free retirement. And Dave, you and I talk about contract investing quite a bit on this side of the microphone, but not all of our listeners know too much about what it is and how it might work.
2: Wow. I'm glad we're talking about it. You know, you're exactly right. I find that when people come into the Stearns Retirement Group, and I'm sure you see it there at Fellowship Financial, that sometimes ever even heard it or realized it's going on or that it's possible. And I think the thing that I want our listeners to really just first think about, maybe to set the stage, Michael, today is just that investing by contract in this use of the word contract, this is a good thing. This is a positive thing. It doesn't mean it's right for everyone, but I can't help but thinking about cell phone contracts and how they've tainted the concept of having any kind of a contract, or you get locked into your TV cable company by contracts. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about a positive contract. So Michael, I'm really glad we're talking about it. So where would you like to start today as we help our listeners understand this valuable concept of investing by contract?
0: Well, I think the first place to dive in is to help our listeners understand when is it important to have contracts in your investments. I mean, we talk a lot about the accumulation phase of life versus the distribution phase of life. And there are different types of investments that you might want to have. And I think one thing to take into consideration is certainly the accumulation stage of life, you're really putting more money in. So you're looking for more for growth in that equation that we talk about, TR equals I plus G. You're looking more for growth long-term. You're not so much afraid of market volatility because you know that over time it's going to go up. But as you get closer to retirement, maybe you step into retirement, stability and contractual income becomes much more important. Not only that, but if you're more of a conservative investor across the board, it doesn't matter then whether you're in the accumulation or the distribution stage. It's just what helps you to sleep better at night. Yeah,
2: that's great. I love it. I love it. That is so true. So in general, it sounds like you know, based on what we're talking about, our listeners could come to the conclusion that the first thing that matters is you got to know which stage you're in. You got to kind of have an idea of what your risk tolerance is and what keeps you awake and what allows you to sleep at night. But more than that, it seems like just from a general principle point of view that we could be thinking mostly in the accumulation stage I think of that, Michael, kind of like the Wild West. I'm not saying it's a free-for-all, but you know, contracts really don't matter as much. You're not really looking to settle down or settle at all. You're really trying to accumulate a lot of dollars. And at that point, maybe contracts are a little too conservative, and you want to be thinking a little bit more about investing for growth. But I love how you talked about, well, maybe when you move out of the Wild West and you begin to settle down in your little community there, then all of a sudden you may be looking for, some investing by contracts in that analogy. So I think that's a great point that you made today.
0: That's so true. And you brought up the aspect of maybe being more conservative. And if that's the case, your risk tolerance is, if it's a lower risk tolerance, then it really doesn't matter whether you're in the accumulation or distribution stage of life. I've got some folks who come to me and they're younger, maybe 40s, and they're saying, look, I just don't want to take a lot of risk. So contract investing does become very important in that stage, just to give you that sleep factor, to help you know that you can sleep at night and you just don't want to take a lot of risk. You're not comfortable with it. There are lots of people that are out there that way as well. And I think it's important for us as financial advisors to kind of have the radar up on and listen to our clients to help them determine what is the most important. Because as fiduciaries, we're not selling products. Our goal is to help develop a strategy that supports the goals of our clients. And you know, if you're listening and you've got questions about your risk level or how investing by contract could affect you, then I want to urge you to pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 844-308-4861. Call Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861 and schedule a free retirement risk review. And with that retirement risk review, we're going to look at your risk profile. We'll ask you some questions and listen to the answers to help you come up with a better breakdown and an allocation for you to sleep well at night as you approach your retirement year. So take some time now, call Fellowship Financial 844-308-4861 and schedule that free retirement risk review today. Well, thanks so much for being here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend, Dave Stearns. Together, we are hosting the program delighted to bring you discussions about investing for contract and how it affects you and your retirement.
2: Michael, today, as we think about investing by contract, sometimes I think that our listeners might be thinking we're talking about some things that are newfangled. And I know as we go deeper in our show today, we're going to talk more specifically about some investments, but this is kind of like looking for your favorite pair of sunglasses and you find them on top of your head. I mean, what I'm saying is there's a good friend in their household that if they're already on Social Security, heck, they really are sort of investing by contract by having Social Security. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about it is it really is a contract with the federal government. And it really is a lifetime income. And so that is something that I think our listeners really need to be thinking about. When you think about Social Security, what kind of thoughts come to your mind, Michael, especially for our listeners as it relates to their own Social Security?
0: I think you nailed it when you said that most people don't even think about Social Security as a contract. There's so much white noise out there talking about how the Social Security Administration is going to run out of money and how no one's going to get any more income from Social Security. And first of all, that's kind of a fallacy. I mean, look, think about it from a political standpoint. If you were in the Congress and you were the guy that voted down Social Security or voted for significant changes in Social Security, that's kind of like a suicide pact, if you ask me. (laughs) So the bottom line is that maybe there'll be some changes. There have been in the past, and there probably will be some changes going forward. But Social Security is a contract with America. And it's a contract as a baseline for a part of your retirement income. I will tell you that people have a false sense of security thinking that Social Security was designed to be their sole source of retirement income. And nothing could be further from the truth. It's designed to be a part of your retirement, not the whole thing, but it does have a cost of living adjustment, you know? So you will have increasing income down the road and it's one of the few sources of retirement income that does have that cost of living adjustment.
2: Yeah, it really is. And it's kind of the last of the Mohicans. I mean, if you think about the fact that pensions in general are kind of going by the wayside, they're kind of like eight-track tapes. I mean, Social Security is not perfect. The U.S. economy is not perfect. And as you and I like to say, you know, the U.S. economy is kind of the cleanest, dirty shirt in the hamper. At the end of the day, it's a heck of a good-looking shirt. And Social Security is a little bit more stable than really, I think, we're led to believe. And so being the last of the Mohicans, having a really good contract for income is a big deal, but there's a lot more we can talk about because our listeners need to realize that Social Security should, like you say, only be a small, smaller percentage of their overall income in retirement.
0: And that's the most significant point, because when it comes to planning for retirement, Taking social security into consideration is a critical aspect and it can certainly be a foundation. I can't tell you how many times I talk to people and they say, I don't even think about social security. If it's there, then it'll be icing on the cake. Well, I don't think that's a good way to plan for retirement. Yeah, maybe it's found money, but for most people, it's something that you should take into consideration because you've got to plan ahead and it's an important cornerstone to a solid financial strategy. So if you're listening to us today and you have questions about what does investing for contract look like in your overall retirement strategy, well, I want to encourage you to take a minute and call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or you can go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com and schedule a free retirement risk review. It's a tool that we use to help Analyze your situation, understand the risks, help you prioritize those risks, and address the ones that are most important to you. So take advantage of it. Call 844 308 4861 and schedule your retirement risk review with Fellowship Financial today. We're so glad you're with us here on another edition of the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns, co hosting the program today. And today we are drilling deep into investing by contract. Well, you know, Dave, when we talk about social security, I think a lot of folks understand that social security is there, but one of the biggest tools and most helpful tools that's out there for our listeners is the website for social security, ssa.gov. I just want to repeat that, ssa.gov. If you go to that website, then you can set up your account if you haven't already because they don't send out those statements as often as they used to. But you can go to your account online, and it's secure, and you can look at all kinds of things. Certainly get a statement that's real time, anytime. And I want to encourage our listeners to do that, because that's certainly an important document that you need to share with your financial advisor, don't you think?
2: Man, that's so true. And the thing that bothers me is I'll look at a lot of other advisors in my area that I'm looking at statements and work that they've done for people that are having me give them a second opinion analysis, and they'll show me a social security projection that an advisor did that's 13 years old. I'm thinking, man, why isn't your advisor giving you the advice, Michael, that you just gave? And that is to go get that statement because it's a key element of retirement planning for sure.
0: It sure is. But it's important to get the whole statement because one of the elements of that statement is the table that shows all of your reported income. And if you don't know what that is, then it could have an impact on the decision you make about when to start Social Security. For example, let's say the last five or six years of your work, your income has been significantly elevated. Well, that might have a significant impact on your decision about Social Security. And you want to have that information and your financial advisor needs to have that information so that he or she can help you make an important decision about when to start. Well, Dave, we dug into social security on this part of the program, but I tell you, there's a lot more when it comes to investing for contract that we're going to want to dig in. And if you miss this next type of contract investing, it could cost you thousands of dollars and negatively affect your retirement. If you just joined us, we are here talking to you about investing by contract. I'm Michael Eastam here with Dave Stearns and we are the retirement income show. And if you missed any part of the program, you can get caught up. We make it real simple for you. Just go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can review any of the archived episodes of the retirement income show. Take notes because there's lots of great information.
2: Well, Michael, I'm so glad this episode's not done. I just feel like it's going to end like it does a little too quickly, but I think we've had a wonderful show. And when I'm thinking about contracts, I'm thinking about the concept of social security. I'm also thinking about that dinosaur called a pension. And yet there are folks that still have a pension. And I guess one of the things that comes to my mind when I meet with folks who are looking at becoming a Client having me do a second opinion analysis, maybe a retirement risk review, and they have a pension. I'm going to drill down on some things and I find out they often don't know the answer to. I'm going to want to find out if their pension has a cost of living adjustment or not. Because as you already mentioned, Social Security does, and that's relevant to a long term retirement plan. But maybe even bigger, I'm thinking about survivor income. I'm wanting to know if there's a survivor benefit on their pension. These are the things that we have to know to do accurate retirement planning. Are those the things that you think about at Fellowship Financial as well? And what other things come to your mind when you think about pensions?
0: Most pensions, if you're fortunate enough to have a pension, then it can be a good thing, certainly. But the cost of living adjustment that you just mentioned, very few pensions, certainly corporate pensions, don't have a cost of living right. adjustments. If you have a municipal pension, maybe you work for the government or a city or town then you might have a cost of living adjustment. And that can be a good thing. But lots of different factors go into which option you choose for your pension. But it is a cornerstone. And it's one of those things that you need to plan for. But Dave, as we talk about different types of investment vehicles that are by contract, I want to make sure our listeners do realize that there's no perfect investment, none whatsoever. You hear good things and bad things about different types of investments, and I'll tell you that every single investment has bad characteristics, and every single investment has good characteristics. If we had the silver bullet of investments, then neither one of us would be here. We'd be on our 200-foot yacht in the that's Mediterranean, right. Right? That's, but, that's uh, right? But we don't have it. And so what we have to do is we have to kind of build a strategy that supports our clients' goals. And one of those very basic investments that goes up and down in terms of its usefulness is... Just a bank CD. I mean, for over a decade, bank CDs were useless, right? You couldn't get more than 1% on a bank CD. Today, that's not so much the case, is it?
2: No, it's not so much the case. And I'm really glad you brought it up. When I bring those types of things up in my office with my clients, I tell them, hey, you know, most advisors that do it, Michael and I do, they would look like they're sucking on persimmons to talk about a certificate of deposit. (laughs) But you know, you and I believe in it because we believe in the idea that our clients also need to be diversified and sleep at night. And you're right. It wasn't that long ago that cash was trash when it came to investing. But man, because of the Fed's kind of their battle against inflation, they really have driven the short end of the interest rate curve up pretty high and there's some dynamic CDs out here, and those are contracts obligating the bank to pay you some pretty competitive interest over some kind of a time frame. So I'm glad you brought those up today, Michael.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but they're insured, right? They're insured by the federal government. Now, here's my big warning. So many people right now are enamored by the high interest rates on bank CDs. But remember, we've got a funky yield curve. It's called an inverted yield curve. That means that longer-term interest rates are lower than short-term interest rates. So You might look at a six-month CD that's paying 45 or 5% and think, wow, I'm going to put all my money there. But remember, you've got to invest for a 20 to 30-year retirement. So six months is a drop in a bucket there. So what we tend to do is look for instruments that provide longer-term dependable income when we're using contracts in our portfolios. And so that's why for short-term money a CD may be just fine. But if you're looking for retirement, it's not necessarily the best way to incorporate a contractual investment, is it, Dave?
2: No, it's not. That's such a great point. And I look forward to kind of springboarding from that because there are some really dynamic contractual investments that are going to kind of be more evergreen, even when that yield curve, when that funky, I love it that you use the F word today (laughs) on our show, the funky (laughs) yield curve, when it gets more normal, The types of contractual investing that I want to talk with you about are going to really stand the test of time.
0: And if you're listening to the program right now and you're trying to decide, hey, what are the right contractual investments for my portfolio as I approach retirement? Or do I need them at all? Then I want to encourage you to take a minute, call Fellowship Financial at 844 308 4861. Again, that's 844 308 4861. And take advantage of our free retirement risk review. We want to help you identify the risks in your retirement. We want to help you understand what are the most appropriate contractual types of investments that belong in your portfolio and in what amounts. And we'll do that when we sit down with you and talk to you about that retirement risk review. So don't waste a minute. Give us a call, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861, or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. Schedule that free retirement risk review today. Well, thanks again for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Eastham here with Dave Stearns, co-hosting the Retirement Income Show, where we're digging deep into investing by contract.
2: Well, Michael, you know, we have a lot of fun on the Retirement Income Show, and you brought up that F word earlier, and hey, if you're just joining us- Yeah, that's us- right. He used the word funky on air. Talking about that yield curve. Well, Michael, for our listeners, I'm going to do something as well. I'm going to bring up that A word. That's right. Now, look, I don't want our listeners to come to any bad conclusions. I'm talking about annuities. and eh. You know, you and I are pretty neutral on annuities. We don't really love them but we don't hate them. And I think that's what makes you and I a good value from an advisor point of view is we're neutral about annuities, but I think our listeners need to just have a little bit of a understanding of a couple of the differences of annuities and then we'll move on past them. So look, when you think about a variable annuity, what comes to your mind, Michael?
0: Well, variable annuities are one type of annuity. And just like I said earlier, Dave, there's no perfect investment. So if someone's going to beat up annuities, I could very easily beat up mutual funds or even many common stocks, but of all of the annuities that are out there, variable annuities are the ones that I dislike because of the fact that most people don't understand them. I've found too many financial advisors that sell them don't understand them, That's right. and they sell the sizzle and they forget about the details and what's really important. When people hear the word annuity, they think, well, they've got a contract with an insurance company, so they're safe. Well, the problem is with variable annuities. Not only are there excessive fees, I've seen fees anywhere from two to 5% per year on annuities, but they also think they're safe. And I've also seen, you know, with variable annuities, you have mutual funds effectively. They're called sub accounts, but inside of that variable annuity, that means you can lose money. And if you buy an annuity for the safety and you lose 30%, suddenly you're very upset.
2: Yeah, that's so well said. It's very counterintuitive to the concept of a variable annuity. Not really a good fit in retirement. They're pretty jerry-rigged if you think about it right? with all the fees and all the things they bring in. But on the other side of the house, if we're in the family of annuities, there's another side of the house that's the opposite of variable and it's called a fixed annuity. And I like the fixed annuity for retirement because the word "fixed" is the opposite of variable. We're talking about a principal, Michael, that's not going to go down due to changes of interest rates or something that changes in the equities market space. So I really like fixed annuities and there's the indexing kind and then there's those fixed rate kinds. I mean, what do you think about when you're thinking about fixed annuities, when you're talking to your clients and prospects?
0: Well, you bring up a really good point. I mean, first of all, you do have a contract with the insurance company. You can't lose money. And if you have an indexed annuity, you have an opportunity, not a guarantee, but an opportunity to earn a little more when the market does well. With a fixed annuity, it's essentially the insurance company's version of a bank CD. But because of the way insurance companies invest, they're typically able to pay a little higher interest rate for a longer period of time. And so depending on your circumstance and your propensity to take risk, look, having some contractual investments in your portfolio could be a good idea. And if you've got questions about contracts, maybe you've got an annuity that you don't quite understand. Well, I'd encourage you to reach out to us at Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. We'll sit down. We'll talk to you about your investments, your annuities, or your investment allocation. We'll do that with a retirement risk review. It's absolutely free. So take advantage of it. Call Fellowship Financial, 844 308-4861, 308-4861, and we'll get you scheduled for that free retirement risk review today. Thanks so much for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Eastham here with Dave Stearns. Together, we are drilling deep on the topic of investing by contract. We're so glad you're here. Well, Dave, one of the other elements of a contractual investment is an individual bond. And a lot of times, people get bonds and bond funds mixed up, But a lot of our clients, if they want bonds or systematic income in their portfolios, will use individual bonds because there are two very important contracts that come when you own an individual bond and you plan to hold it to maturity. Number one is you have a contract for dependable income. That's one of the reasons why a bond is called a fixed income security. And number two is that when the bond matures, you get your principal back. Of course, assuming there's no default, but that's one of the reasons why diversification is important. But those two contracts, income and principal return, give you the ability to sleep well at night, knowing that your income is going to be dependable and that check is going to come in every day. And then one other piece is a preferred stock. A preferred stock is actually a different than a traditional common stock. A preferred stock is a different class of stock that does have a contract for income. If you're investing in common stocks that have dividends, those can change, but a preferred stock really can't.
2: Wow, that's so good. I like the distinction and I like both the corporate bond and the preferred for the reasons that you have said. And the preferred, we've got some clients, I know you do too, that we've locked in on some dynamic yields. And as long as the clients own that stinking preferred stock, man, that company, as long as they're in business, they can't stop paying those dividends. Well, that's one last thing, I just want to point it out by contrast. Because you did such a good job of helping us and our listeners know that you get a contract with a bond, you get a contract with the preferred stock. But there's something that our industry loves to do, Michael. I call it the disease of ease. Rather than do the due diligence, rather than do the research and buy the individual corporate bonds, they'll throw our listeners oftentimes into a bond mutual fund man, that's just not the same. Those two contracts you talked about don't really exist. In fact, if our clients want income, they never really know what it's going to be in the bond fund because they're always buying and selling and trading bonds within the fund. And they're going to oftentimes sell shares to get income. And then in interest rates going up and bonds go down, our clients lose money in their bond funds. They really lost money because there is no contractual obligation to get your par value back because our clients don't own any bonds and a bond mutual fund. So Michael, we really want to steer our listeners clear away from bond mutual funds.
0: So important to know all these things about investing for contract, Dave. And unfortunately, we've run out of time for this episode of the Retirement Income Show. Well, I'm Michael Easton here. Wanted to thank you again for being a part of the Retirement Income Show. Make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back again soon with another episode of the Retirement Income Show.
1: That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, but it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship financial and fellowship investment advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.